0: Football fans, we are back for another Locked On NFL Thursday show. You have me, Tyler Rowland, my co-host, Alex Clancy. We are going to get you guys ready for week 11. Of the NFL season. We are going to be talking Thursday night football between the Falcons and the Patriots. We are going to be talking about the old guard versus the new guard at quarterback in the NFC. And then we will give our dark horse Super Bowl candidates who are at the end of the playoff picture in both conferences. So, a lot to discuss on this Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL podcast. Let's roll. Are Locked on NFL, your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, folks, we have a lot to discuss on this Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL podcast. Once again, I am Tyler Roland, host of the Locked On Titans podcast. We have Alex Clancy, one of the hosts of the Locked On Cardinals podcast. We got a lot to discuss on today's show. Thursday night football preview. Which NFC quarterback group do you trust the most? The old guard? Or the new guard. And then we're going to look at some of the teams on the playoff bubble in both conferences and say which one we would trust the most to make a deep run in the playoffs. But we will start as the week of football action starts with the Thursday night football matchup. A previous Super Bowl matchup, 28-3. to 3. I'm sorry, uh, Falcons fans, cover your ears, cover your eyes, hide your wives, hide your kids. Whatever you got to do to feel safe. Either way, the the Patriots will be traveling to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. Right now, the Patriots are 7.5-point favorites, and the, the over-under in that one is 47. So, Alex, kind of just to kick off my thoughts, I don't think the Patriots should be 7.5-point favorites getting more than a touchdown on the road. For me, I, I really like... Atlanta to cover in this matchup but I do gotta say with the Patriots rounding into form with their defense in their run game I do think that the Patriots will probably be able to win the game how are you feeling about things right now
1: yeah I feel the same I mean the Patriots are 4-0 and on the road man like that's wild for a young quarterback to be 4-0 and in stat. his first road games um, yeah Ramondre Stevenson, remember that name. For those that don't know who he is, for those that didn't see him at Oklahoma for one year, I think he was at Ohio State then transferred because he was behind Trey Sermon and somebody else. He was that was, Trey, or that was
0: Trey Sermon. That was Trey Sermon that was at Oh, Oklahoma he went from went my, Ohio State. Yeah, yeah, got yeah. It. Okay, Stevenson so anyways, was who stayed. Stevenson stayed. He was stayed. the
1: star. That's right. And he missed the first part of, his, of last season, and then he came mm-hmm. out like gangbusters. Yep. That dude is going to be a one-two punch with Damian Harris. And it's going to be something they're going to lean on in pretty much in perpetuity. Those guys are both young. And Mac Jones mm-hmm. is a young quarterback. They've got a good defense, as you mentioned. I'll tell you what. Mac Jones, it's not fun. It's not sexy. But it's all Patriots, baby. I mean, that's it. Like they've got, they've got a ragtag group of wide receivers and tight ends that nobody else wanted, even though Hunter Henry has proven that he's one of the better red zone threats in the NFL. That's a fun team. That's a fun team, and if they go into Atlanta and win, they're seven and four. People expected them maybe to win five games this year. Nobody expected Mac Jones to come and didn't have to trade up for anybody like like uh, Chicago or Chicago or, or uh, San Francisco did. Right. They just drafted who dropped to them a dude who was on the best team in college football last year, a la Joe Burrow, but got zero run. And look at what's happening. He's a perfect fit for Josh McDaniels in that offense.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I think that they found a, a winner there, and sometimes it's it's Occam's razor, man. Sometimes the simplest answer is the right answer, and sometimes the simplest answer as to who the best quarterback is going to be is the guy who won the most. I know that QB wins isn't something that the analytics community likes to, likes to actually assign to quarterbacks, but some guys are just winners, and they lead their group. Now, one thing I will say is, Mac Jones has seven interceptions so far this year. So if they go down to Atlanta and they have some trouble with Dean Pease's defense, Dean Pease has shown that he can give rookie quarterbacks some trouble as the defensive coordinator. So if Mac Jones throws a couple interceptions, maybe it gives Atlanta a chance to, to win this game, obviously. Even though a lot of the players on that team right now had nothing to do with that Super Bowl loss and the comeback by the Patriots, they've heard about it all week. You you know, even if if they weren't personally involved and on the team, they definitely have heard about it, and they don't want to hear about it because in their minds, they had nothing to do with this. So we're not that team. We're going to come out. We're going to smack the Patriots, and Atlanta's coming off a terrible, terrible loss to the Cowboys, just despicable, Mm -hmm. and anytime you see something like that happen, if the locker room cares about the coach at all, they come back playing uh, like they got a fire in their belly. And I do think that that team does like Arthur Smith and wants to play hard for Arthur Smith. So I think Atlanta will keep this one close. If Mac Jones throws a couple interceptions, then Atlanta has a chance to win. But outside of Atlanta winning the turnover battle, I see the Patriots winning this game, let's say, probably 27-21. to 21 somewhere in there. I think it could be, it could be close, but seven and a half points for Atlanta at home. I got to take that just based on what we, I mean, last Thursday we saw the dolphins smack the Ravens. Yeah. And nobody would have believed that. So
1: yeah, this is sneaky. I mean, I I think it's gonna be a lot closer than that indicates. Also, Mm -hmm. I, I think like 27, 24, 27, 26, yeah. something like that. I mean, let me just run this down real quick. I know because you're right. The Patriots, have the Falcons have played a lot tougher opponents. They've won tougher games, even though they've mm-hmm. won a couple less than the Patriots. Patriots have right. beat the Jets, the Texans, the Jets, the Chargers, which was a very, very good game on the road mm-hmm. at SoFi Stadium, and the Pan- and, and the Panthers and the, uh, and the Browns. They've given up 13 points in the last two games. So, you know, it's like, if the defense is going to play like that, then the Patriots are going to win a lot of games. I mean, any defense yeah. plays like that, especially with Bill Belichick at the helm and Josh, you know, Josh McDaniels doing whatever he does with the offense. So yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be closer than people think, but that's a lot of points.
0: Yeah, yeah, that that certainly is, and honestly, it's kind of fun. You know, nobody likes the Patriots, but seeing the Patriots go back to that early Tom Brady style heavy defense, run game, just don't make mistakes. It's kind of fun football to watch if you're uh, a football junkie uh, like myself and and like you, Alex. But uh, we're going to continue talking football as just two football junkies here on the Locked On NFL Thursday podcast. We're going to talk about the old guard of QBs in the NFC. Against the new guard of QBs in the NFC at the top of the conference and see which group we feel more confident in. Before we get into that, though, do wanna tell you guys about a great app that any football fan that buys gas has to know about. It's called Get Upside. My listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas. Every time they fill up, and I do mean my listeners, not Alex's, just to make sure <laughs> that we are clear. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or on Google Play. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN. That's one word, TOUCHDOWN, and you'll get a bonus $0.25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's up to $0.50 cents a gallon cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump ever again like Alex does. Get cash back using GetUpside. Download the app for free and use that promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot make up to two $300 in cash back every month. And here's the thing. There's no catch. The cash back gets added right to your GetUpside account and then you can cash out at any time to your bank account, to a PayPal, even an e-gift card like for Amazon. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code TOUCHDOWN and you'll get up to 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. Once again, that's promo code TOUCHDOWN on the free GetUpside app.
1: All right, second segment, Locked on NFL. Alex Clancy, Tyler Rowland at Tic Tac Titans for Locked on Titans. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. Locked on Cardinals with my co-host, Bo Brock. So the NFL season has been interesting, especially the last couple weeks where just when you think you know the ending to a story or you know, right before intermission, everything just flips on you. And there's a cliffhanger and good teams lose, bad teams win, and it's just this weird just cavalcade of what the hell is going on here for a couple of weeks. Right now, though, through 10 weeks, okay, so we're technically over halfway through the season, the NFC specifically is made up of two guys that are like Jason and Freddy Krueger <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, and then a bunch of young bucks who are just coming up, you know, Aaron Rodgers and, and Tom Brady have kind of, there are certain athletes that withstand the test of multiple generations of players. And we're looking at that, especially with Tom Brady, I mean, most of the guys that Tom Brady played for or played against are either already in the Hall of Fame or on TV and have been for a decade. And then Aaron Rodgers right. is getting there, 37 years old. But then you have younger quarterbacks like Dak Prescott and Kyler Murray, et cetera. I mean, Matthew Stafford, I guess you throw in there as well into this ring, though know, they had a bad loss on Monday night. But I just, want to, I just want to talk about this briefly. Like, do you trust Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady? Tom Brady's got the best offense we've ever seen. And then Aaron Rodgers you know, has a top-heavy offense, just lost Aaron Jones. And then Kyler Murray and Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott probably has the best offense on paper with young right. players to complement a good defense. Do you trust the old Bucks until you don't, until you can't? Or do you think that Kyler Murray and or Dak Prescott will give those two a run for their money this year to take the NFC? Well,
0: I... I think what it comes down to me, honestly, my default answer would be the Young Bucks, Kyler Murray and Dak Prescott. I think they've been playing great football when they're out there. But here's the one thing that, le- that finally leans me over to go with the old group, the old heads of the conference and Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. They have good offensive lines. If they were, you know, they're older quarterbacks. If they had okay or average offensive lines, then I would automatically go towards the young bucks because they can play make. Now, I'm not saying that the young guys don't have good offensive lines. I'm saying if you give all of those quarterbacks, all four of the guys that we're talking about here, Dak and Kyler, Rodgers and Brady, if you give all of them good offensive lines, I am going to side with the older guys because if they don't have to use that mobility and, and they don't have to be playmakers and get away from the rush and they have time to sit back there And throw the ball, I'm going to trust the guys who still have the ability to do that. If if all four of those guys had uh, average or subpar offensive lines, then I'm going with the guys who can make plays like Dak and like Kyler, but I think the Packers have a great offensive line when healthy. They're going to get David Bakhtiari back soon. I think the Buccaneers have proven they have a very good offensive line as well, so when you take that into account, it leads me to side with the Tom Brady and the Aaron Rodgers. Now, I I'm kind of sick of that as well. I would be very annoyed to get Tom Brady in the Super Bowl again. I'll say this. I have rooted for Tom Brady in his past two Super Bowls because I'm a guy who I like history. I like to be a part of that. I like to see it in front of me. Yeah, I want to tell my grandkids, yeah, there's nobody better than Tom Brady. I watched him my whole life. There's no one better. Like, I'm okay with that. But even me. Who's been in that position the last few times Tom Brady's been to the Super Bowl? I'm sick of it now. He's got seven. He got the validation championship with Tampa Bay. Give me Rodgers going to number two to see how he does in the last dance. Give me Dak. Give me Kyler. I'm okay with that. But if if you had a gun to my head and you ask me who I trust, I'm going with the old guys, Rodgers and Brady.
1: Yeah, and I'm not going with Rodgers. I'm going with Brady. I choose Tom Brady to win the Super Bowl every year until he doesn't. Until he's not playing anymore, I'm picking number 12 to win the Super Bowl. Not just come out of the NFC, but win the Super Bowl. And I agree with you about the history part, but I'm going to take it one further. This isn't basketball. We've seen him in, what, 10 games to win a championship? That's a series and a half in the NBA or basketball, and the NBA or baseball, so, or, or hockey. So it's not like you've seen him in 10 series. You've seen him in 10 games to win a championship. I want to see him in a hundred games to win a championship. Throw two touchdowns to Gronk. Like have like go nut. Like this is and the best part about Brady, except for the one oh with last year, something crazy happens every Super Bowl that Tom Brady's right. in. Every Super Bowl, something crazy happens. Like the fact that he was a part of the Malcolm Butler interception, which was set up by the Jermaine curse, ridiculous circus catch when he was laying right. on his back that people, right. forget, people forget about. about like yeah. 28 to 3. All of these things, he should have won the ones he lost and he should have lost the ones he won. And it's the wildest thing. And I want to see his S grinning face look at everybody that continues to hate him. And he's like, TB12 biatches. Like that. that's what I want him to continue to say. So I will always choose Tom Brady. I will always choose. And it's not because I love him more than other more than other players. I don't want to see change until I have to. I don't want to see it. So I will choose Tom Brady specifically over anybody else until he is no longer playing.
0: Yeah, I don't think that that's unfair. Obviously, based on his history, like you said, if you bet on Tom Brady, you're going to be right more often than not. But I guess what it comes down to me is I'm just I'm just ready for some new blood in the Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, over and over, multiple years. You know, I I just kind of want I don't want the Chiefs in the AFC. I don't want Tom Brady in the NFC. We need something new. And I think Kyler Murray is an incredibly, incredibly exciting player. Maybe the most exciting player in the NFL when he's playing his best because I believe he's a better passer than Lamar Jackson but still has the running ability. So give me some Kyler Murray in the Super Bowl. The last Super Bowl that the Arizona Cardinals were in is my favorite Super Bowl of all time. The best Super Bowl I've ever watched. So, give me the Cardinals. They're a fun team. They got some good playmakers. They got big names. They're exciting. I mean, I'll even take the Cowboys, just because the media frenzy would be absolutely insane, and Micah Parsons is sweet. Trevon Diggs is exciting. They're getting Demarcus Lawrence back hopefully soon. So, for me, unfortunately, I agree with you, and we agree that, you know, gun to our head, I gotta ride with the old old guard on this one, but I just have to say for for excitement's sake give me something new anything I would even take Rodgers in there although I'm with you that I don't think the Packers are going to make it just the there's something in the water there you know what I mean? So, anyways, moving forward, we're going to continue talking about kind of the the big picture in the NFL, the long-term things. We're going to look at some of the teams in both conferences who are fighting for a playoff spot. They're on the playoff bubble, and kind of determine if we had to put all our chips behind one of these dark horses. Who do we think could make a deep run in the playoffs as we approach closer from that bottom end of the playoff scale? Before we get into that though, do want to tell you guys about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag is back and better than ever. Got a brand new website with a new interface. It's really easy to use right in time for basketball and football to start heating up. It is the number one spot to bet all your football and basketball action. But it's not just football and basketball. Of course, they have basketball and football, but they also have NHL. They have boxing. They have UFC. Heck, they even have your favorite Vegas casino games. So make sure that you go to betonline.ag today. Use the promo code Locked On. That's one word, Locked On, and you're gonna get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's literally free money when you go to betonline.ag and use the promo code Locked On. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. All right, football fans. Well, let's cap off this Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL. Such a podcast. goober! <laughs> oh man, wasn't ready for that one. Not gonna lie to the people. Uh, <laughs> peek behind the curtain, was a little confused as to who was going to talk first on that one. But I came through, I just stepped in, did what I had to do here. But we're having some fun on this Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. want to thank you guys for making the Locked On NFL Podcast your first listen every day. As for your second listen, I just told you guys about betonline.ag, the best place to place all of your sports wagers. I always find it funny to say the best place to place, you know, just The writer in me hates the redundancy there, but you guys know what I'm saying. We told you where to bet. Now, I'm going to tell you where to get your betting advice, and that's the Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q. What a sweet name. Why didn't I get a sweet name like your boy Q? (laughs) I got Tic Tac Titans, you know? I wish I would have got your boy T early on, but uh, either way, you're going to have your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling giving you all of the best betting advice. I think there were... 12 for 14 in terms of winning weeks over uh, the recent uh, recent months. So you you can't go wrong listening to the Locked On Bets podcast presented by betonline.ag, uh, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, wherever you get your podcasts. And it's always going to be free as well. Alex loves reminding people that uh, there's no paywall. Free. Here for the Locked On Podcast Network, whether it be your local uh, podcast about individual teams, whether it be some of the national stuff, you're never going to have to pay a cent. So uh, return that with some likes, some comments, maybe a five-star review. Tell me how nice my hair is. Tell Alex how great his hot takes are. Whatever it is you want to do, just do that and we will appreciate it. But. With all that being said, we do like to have a little bit of fun to cap off the Thursday show. We talked about the Thursday night football game. We talked about the old guard versus the new guard at quarterback in the NFC. Now, we are going to pick our dark horse playoff bubble team that we think could make a run. So, just to give you guys a general idea of the type of teams that we're talking about. Looking at the Saints, the Panthers, the Vikings, the 49ers, the Falcons, the Eagles maybe in the NFC, and the AFC Looking at the Steelers, the Patriots, the Chargers, the Raiders, the Bengals, the Colts, the Browns, maybe even the Broncos as well. So a lot of teams to choose from. But Alex, if you had to pick one team, let's say if you had to pick one team in the NFC and one team in the AFC, who would be your dark horse candidates to, to make a deep run in the playoffs?
1: I mean, this sucks because Bo, my co-host of Locked on Cardinals, and I loathe this fan base and loathe the head coach of this team, and his outfits. But I think it's the 49ers. Like, and the reason <laughs> why is because at some point, that backfield will be healthy enough. And I know that Raheem Mostert's out for the year. Debo Samuel seems to be a top-five receiver in the league or top-seven yeah. receiver in the league, at least by the numbers. He With is fast and used. he is big. He yep. is fast and he is big. George Kittle is healthy. Fred Warner may be the best linebacker, top three, top five linebackers in football. Okay, You still have Nick Bosa. And Jimmy Garoppolo isn't a bad quarterback. Does he have limitations with how he's used? Absolutely. But that doesn't mean that if you put him in a box and you do the Jim Harbaugh for Alex Smith method of, we're going to run eight pass plays, and that's it. Whatever works for our quarterback is what we're going to run. I think the 49ers are going to piss some people off late in the season. I really do. They're four and five. There's eight games left. Get to nine wins. That's probably going to get you in the playoff. With how incestuous the NFC has been so far, a lot of four and five, a lot of five and four, a lot of mm-hmm. six and four, and that could flip really quick. And the the AFC, damn you for making me do both at one time because I've got about three that I want to talk about in the AFC.
0: Well, but, I can do my NFC one real quick if you want. I, I don't, I don't have a problem with that. I yeah, really yeah, appreciate that. I'm a giver. I'm a giver. <laughs> uh, so uh, f- for me... It's tough in the NFC. I don't really believe in any of the teams that we're talking about, but I got to go with a team that has a lot, and if they just get out of their own way, I think that they can win a lot of games, and that's the Minnesota Vikings. Mm-hmm. They've already proven that they can a spoiler. It, exactly. They, they've they proven that they can be an underdog. They can come in as a low seed, and they can win games against higher seeds. I think that they have a good coach in Mike Zimmer, although he's a bit cantankerous. Uh, Kirk Cousins. Although he has his bad moments in primetime, he's had some good moments, and he's played some pretty good football for most of this season. They have playmakers in Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. They have some guys on defense that can make plays. They're getting Harrison Smith back. They're a well-coached defense. The defensive line has played pretty well. So for me, I think Minnesota could could get to a conference championship. Now, I don't think that they could get much further than that, but I could see the Vikings winning two games and making it to a conference championship. I absolutely could. So that would be my pick for the NFL fc now I'll let you you know run rough shot over the
1: AFC. I mean it's interesting because if you look at it the AFC has 8 teams with four or five losses. That means they are smacked out the middle class is affluent in the AFC regarding mm-hmm. teams and you know four of those teams make up the AFC West. So the but having said that like the chart like I, I'll let you pick yours I don't want to I don't want to uh, cherry pick. Mine's the Patriots and and there's a couple reasons why okay and i know it's a rookie quarterback completely understand that bill belichick has done pretty well with rookie quarterbacks before um rookie quarterback before i guess you could say you need to look at teams that are built to play in the cold you need to look at teams that are built to play not just throwing the ball vertically and i think the chargers are a team i i love the chargers i love them i live in san diego for seven or eight years i watched LT and Antonio Gates and Phil Rivers, like, completely disappoint year after year. But they were one of the most fun teams of football. So I have a little bit of affinity from my years past with them. But tell me they play in the snow, and I'll call you a liar. And tell me the Raiders play in the snow. I'll call you a liar. Like, there is a team that's built for cold and built to play ugly, and it's the New England Patriots. They have 17 running backs, and you could take Brandon Bold and put him in the James White role so you have that veteran back that can make moves for you that's not going to fumble the ball in key situations. They've got two great tight ends, and they've got a quarterback that although he's thrown seven interceptions in his first 10 games, he's not losing games for them like rookie quarterbacks do. And I feel like with the tutelage of Bill Belichick, sure, bouts will have to go their way. They lost Stephon Gilmore, but that defense is sexy as hell. It's Bill Belichick. And again, until they don't, I'm going to pick them, even though they have a rookie quarterback.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's insane or anything like that, but it wouldn't be my pick. Uh, <laughs> I was in between two teams, and it was tough, but um, I had to make the decision. Now, one of my teams... It may be tough for them to even make the playoffs. But if they get in, I think they could beat a lot. And it it really does pain me to say it. This is basically the opposite of the Chargers for you, for me. Uh, this is a team, oh, this is like your 49ers. Can't stand the fan base. Oh, really? Hate, hate the team. The GM is overrated by the media. The coach is overrated by the media. But I like their talent. I like their build. Yeah. It's the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. They're 5-5. and If Wentz doesn't make stupid turnovers, Jonathan Taylor, Naheem Hines, they got Michael Pittman. I like the structure on offense. They seem to be super well coached. And then the defense can make plays. Darius Leonard is a turnover machine. He's going to force the ball out of the hands of your players. Uh, they they have Xavier Rhodes at cornerback who while not being in the prime of his career still is a smart player losing Julian Blackman in the back in the defensive backfield definitely hurts but you got DeForest Buckner up front if the defensive line can continue to play well I don't see why the Colts couldn't make a deep run once again I'm gonna say this I don't think either of the teams or any of the teams that we picked we think could win the Super Bowl but I could see them making a run and being spoiler at the end of the year into the playoffs and making a, a conference championship run, similar to what we saw from the Titans in like 2019 or what we've seen from the Vikings lately in certain circumstances. So it does happen where a team kind of gets hot, gets in a wild card spot and makes a run to the conference championship. So the Colts would be my pick in the AFC. I will say my second pick is San Diego or San Diego. Huh. Uh, they should be in San Diego still. It's despicable. But uh, the, the Chargers... The Colts will be my pick. I see the Chargers as kind of a, a, a secondary pick for me there. Uh, in the NFC, I, I am going to go with the Minnesota Vikings. You said in the NFC, the San Francisco 49ers. In the AFC, you're taking the Patriots. So uh, that is going to do it for this Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL podcast. We previewed Thursday night football, talked about the old guard versus the new guard at QB in the NFC, and then went over our, our dark horse playoff, deep run candidates in the AFC and the NFC as well. Make sure you guys come back tomorrow for the Locked On NFL Friday show with your boy Q and Chris Carter. Your boy Q, man. I'm going to I'm gonna try to do the your boy T switch and see how it goes. But uh, either way, we thank you guys for watching the show. Please subscribe on whatever platform you do stream. That's going to do it for me and Alex, and we will catch you guys on Friday.